Hello to lovers of artificial intelligence and robotics. I am Puyan and you are listening to the second episode of Sherbotics Podcast. At first, I should tell one note about my idea for the future of Sherbotics. From this episode, I have decided to separate interviews from other parts. I think it's better to dedicate just one episode to interview and others to articles, news, books, or movies, and so on. With this strategy, the time for detailed conversation will increase, and also, you'll have access to an archive of interviews. So, in this episode, I'm going to share with you some good articles, a book, and a movie. I should mention again that all data, links, or pics are available on www.sharebotics.com. Besides, right now, you can listen to the Sharebotics podcast through Spotify, Castus, and CFAK website. Last but not least, don't forget to tell me your opinion about this episode. We are here to live and learn. Okay, uh, let's go to start the second episode. For starting this episode, it's better to review some articles and news. Right now that I am recording this podcast, the Facebook company announced it will be rebranded in near future. In other words, it will change the name and this new name will reflect their future usage. It won't be just social networking. Facebook has decided to go further into the idea of being a metaverse company. Since metaverse relies on AI, I'm so keen on talking more about this new phenomenon. I don't know you have any information about Metaverse or not, but here I am going to explain it in various aspects. The word Metaverse is made up of two parts, including the prefix Meta, which means beyond, and Verse, which stems from Universe. The idea of Metaverse has roots in a Snow Crash science fiction novel that was written by Neil Stevenson in 1992. In his novel, humans as avatars interact with each other in a three-dimensional virtual space. Stevenson used this term to describe a substitution for the internet based on the virtual reality. We can consider metaverse as a shared virtual world environment in which users can communicate, play, learn, shop, and work. Facebook defines the metaverse as a set of virtual spaces where you can create and explore with other people who aren't in the same physical space as you. At the moment, people interact with each other online via social media platforms. The idea of the metaverse is that it will create new online spaces in which users will be able to immerse themselves in a space where the digital and physical worlds converge. For the transition from current internet to the metaverse, we need some technologies such as virtual reality or VR, augmented reality or AR, human uh, computer interaction, blockchain, computer vision, cloud computing, and so on. So we find that metaverse is like a second life for humans. For example, in this virtual world, you can sell and buy land or other goods using cryptocurrency. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg believes AR glasses and metaverse are game changers of the future world. However, the metaverse isn't a single product one company can build alone. 
It's like the internet. It's not something that Facebook can create. Right now, some universities help Facebook in this area, such as Seoul National University, University of Hong Kong, National University of Singapore, and Harvard University. One thing, don't forget that the concept of the metaverse is not novel, and some sci-fi books and movies try to introduce this idea. For example, in the Matrix series, you can see humanity is trapped inside a metaverse called the Matrix that is created by intelligent machine. For me, uh, new technologies always are interesting, but when I'm thinking about the near future with metaverse, mm, it's not very fantastic. Consider in future the line between your real and digital life may be so blur. Trying to develop a virtual world by companies like Facebook has many reasons. Financial goals and collecting user data for marketing can be two obvious objectives. Also, guiding unhappy customers in current social media to a more interesting platform may be another reason. The worst case relates to the dominance of the future world through the metaverse. I prefer to be optimistic because technologies come to build a world without any limitation restriction. Finally, I would like to tell you a gold sentence. Metaverse isn't just a virtual world. It is actually an intermediate layer between you and the rest of the world. Okay? We reach the end of this short article. I try to explain the metaverse concept in simple words. The link to sources that I use for this context is available on the Sherbotics website. In the summer of 2020, the US Department of Defense, DOD, interested the ARM, Advanced Robotics for Manufacturing Institute, with finding robotic solution to mitigate the COVID-19 pandemic and create a technical foundation to respond to future similar crises. The ARM Institute evaluated various ideas, and finally, nine projects started with funding provided by the Office of the Secretary of Defense. These projects focus on several critical areas, such as COVID-19 testing or the use of robots in building temporary structure for hospitality. All the projects are explained on the Robot Report website, and you can find the direct link on the Sherbotics website. Here, I want to introduce you three of them. Number one is built by Bot that enables custom robotic mask production anytime, anywhere. It also increases the use of automation in an industry that continues to rely uh, primarily on manual labor. This project is a response to the shortage of masks, especially during the peak of COVID. Robotic swings bring some technical challenges because it needs flexible material for manipulator, fine motor control, and accurate part cognition. The second project relates to the robot application of antimicrobial copper coating. The project resulted in a production-ready semi-automated robotic cold spray to provide self-disinfecting high-touch item. The setup is ready to be used as a tested system and it is also easily customizable. The robotic application of cold spray also has many other applications in repair, additive manufacturing, and so on. As a description, copper-coated surfaces rapidly kill coronavirus like COVID-19. The wide adoption of copper-coated surfaces will reduce the spread of COVID-19 without the need for frequent cleaning. This project developed a robotic antimicrobial copper application system, integrating a scanner and developing an automated path generation and QA tools to apply the copper coating to component. The third one is Rapid Robotic Diagnostic Kit Discovery, or R2D2. This system accelerates test strip development, improves process quality and reliability, and reduces the number of technicians needed. 
While many tests for COVID-19 have been developed, there is not a still effective management and control for it. This project developed a solution utilizing advanced vision system and flexible robots to accelerate tests. Robotic applications in healthcare carry out automated actions that are repetitive or tedious for humans. AI and robotics have enhanced the quality as well as accuracy of service for patients. The third article relates to 10 game-changing applications of robotics in the healthcare industry based on Analytics Insights website. Using robots or AI in the healthcare system is a hot topic right now. One of the uses of robots is collaborative work. These robots can follow humans to learn about the pathways and corridors of a hospital to deliver medicine, like the Moxie robot. Also, robots like Yumi can be used in manufacturing medicine for repetitive tasks such as loading and unloading or bottle filling. In addition, the process of storage and preserving is improved with robots. Rising as a stroke rehabilitation application is an exoskeleton that helps patients affected by a stroke. Robots in these applications can reduce the burden of physiotherapies for not only patients but also therapists. There are some successful companies in this area like Exobionics. Robotically Assisted Surgical Robots or RASD is the third one. This kind of robotic application function during surgery. The RASD assists surgeons to perform quick and right. Robots help surgeons to find the correct location in a short time and the efficiency significantly increase. Patients monitoring and communication with them or other applications. Another application of robotics is conducting a vast array of medical procedures remotely thanks to AI algorithm. With such platforms, the patients can be treated virtually. The robot makes the dispensing of medicine easier and more accurate. Automated dispensing and pres prescription facilities such as powders and other materials are transported appropriately, enabling patients to recover faster. Moreover, nowadays, AI algorithms can guide doctors for better prediction. Cases of cancer, diabetes, heart disease is easily predicted with this application, and decision-making for the doctors become extensively easier. The seventh application is digital consultation that works based on a higher range of databases. When the user reports some symptoms, the application identifies the disease by comparing it to the range of databases present with it and hence it reduces the wasting time for people. Virtual nursing application is another case in this report. This factor empowers the monitoring process of patients for better recovery. The virtual nursing follow-up at every interval to ensure the good health of the user. Beside the prediction, robotics is capable of offering treatment ideas and available options for a specific medical condition. These suggestions are personalized with aspect to user history and they collect from external research and clinical experts. The last application relates to detection of the errors during a treatment or prescription process. These robotic applications are careful enough to not let the medical practitioners take any harmful actions in negligence. They warn before any risk happens. Come to have a glance on an important news. At first days of October, Amazon and MIT announced the collaboration for the establishment of Science Hub. In fact, the main goals of the Science Hub are to ensure the benefits of AI and robotics innovations are shared broadly and to bring broad participation in the research. 
Amazon is also building a modern robotic innovation center in Massachusetts. The company is investing more than $40 million in the new site to allow Amazon Robotics to continue to grow its engineering, manufacturing, supports, and test teams in the state. I think such collaborations will be beneficial for our world because these companies work on the edge of science. In this episode, I would like to introduce you a good movie that is mixing of drama, mystery, and science fiction. If you love AI concepts, technology, and loving a story, this movie fits yours. The name of the movie is Archive that was released in 2020. This British movie won an award and its rating in IMDb is 6.4. The Archive is directed by Gavin Rotary and the stars are Theo James, Stacey Martin and Rona Mitra. Almost all of the scenes are recorded in a modern robotics laboratory near a beautiful waterfall. George Almer, who is a roboticist, works in this laboratory that is located in Japan. His contract is three years with a novel outcome. He could build two boxy prototypes that are J1 with the brain of six years old human and J2 with the brain of a teenager. And in the movie, he is trying to design the final version as well as a brilliant version of a robot similar to a real human. During the movie, you can find that he lost his wife in an accident and for some reason he wants to upload his dead wife's brain or memory into a new robot. I won't go further about the details of this movie because it will be a spoil, but I want to talk a little more about this movie in the view of myself as an ordinary viewer who loves such topics. In my opinion, the performance of actors, especially Toe James, was believable. In addition, the emotional parts were a good additive, at least for me, and it was not boring. The interesting part relates to the suicide of the J2 robot because of the jealousness. It killed itself in the river near the laboratory because it tells that the new smart version is a substitute. Before invention of the last version, the J2 was the best one that helps George in works. Consideration of various cognitive aspects for robots is a fascinating topic. For me, thinking about robot emotions is challenging. Is it possible a robot kill itself due to an emotional problem? Is it possible robots want to have a sexual relationship with humans? What will be the reaction of humans in this regard? All such questions are depicted in this movie with the view of writer. In the previous episode, I talked about the I Am Mother movie in which AI was controlling human life. Just think about it. It's confusing. Apart from positive points, there are some problems in this movie. I think the story did not want to be a good version of sci-fi, and instead, its target was a dramatic one. You can understand whole story, but when you watch it with the glass of a robotics engineer, it's fun. All the works inside the laboratory are done by a person and it's not logical. Also, the process of building the last version that is exactly human was not professional. Totally, I think it could be deeper in engineering parts. And I believe if it works better in scientific scenes, it could absorb more awards and fans. I suggest you watch this movie because it's actually worthy. I posted the conclusion of end of the story on the Sherbotex website, but here I prefer to don't tell you due to the spoiling. It's your turn to watch it. If you like, share with me your opinion.
We reached the last part of this episode, and it's the time of book introduction. Today, our book is not general purpose, but I strongly suggest you, if you want to be an expert in reinforcement learning or RL, the book has a long name. Deep Reinforcement Learning Hands-On Apply Modern RL Methods to Practical Problems of Chatbots, Robotics, Discrete Optimization, Web Automation, and more. The second edition of this book is published in 2020 by Pact Publishing. I hope the pronunciation is true. And uh, it consists of 25 chapters. Deep Reinforcement Learning Hands-On is one of the successful books in the RL area that is written by Maxime Lapalme. As the author declared, this book was written to fill the obvious gap in practical and structured information about RL methods and approaches. The book works based on practice and every method is implemented for various environments. I used this book personally for some topics and it was amazing. The context is written with simple words and codes are clear enough to improve your knowledge in deep RL. However, it is better to have a basic idea about machine learning and Python. If you are zero in these topics, I recommend you to learn them and then start to study this book. In the previous episode, I introduced a great book in machine learning and I will do about programming language such as Python or C++. Okay, uh, come on having a glance at its chapters. The first three chapters are dedicated to basic concepts of RL, main formal models, OpenAI Gym, and a quick overview of the PyTorch library. The overall topics of other chapters, including cross-entropy method, tabular learning, and the Bellman equation, uh, deep Q-networks, higher-level RL libraries, ways to speed up RL methods, Stacks trading using RL, policy gradient, the actor creating method, training chatbots with RL, the text world environments, web navigation, RL in robotics, trust regions, black box optimization in RL, RL in discrete optimization, and multi-agent RL. It was a lot. You can see how much this book is rich and useful. Instead of reading various sources for RL, just focus on this book. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I should be thankful to the CFAK radio station for this great opportunity. If you like this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends. Have a nice week. Bye.